Aloha kako. Ina kamaina. Naho aloha. Maina vayapo. Ea no mako. Kohana. Kono ya oko. Pule mai, pule mai. E pule mai kako. E pule mai kako. Pui pu kako. Aloha mana ohana. The Lord says, The earth is mine and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Today's mele is bless this land. In Second Chronicles we read, If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. Bless our Ina today. Amen. E kia kua mana lua, e hoola i ke ia aina, maiuka ke kai, e hoo hiva hiva ina kupuna, kahi na vaiola ina kahawai, hoola i ko kako ma poe, a alaka ia mako me ko hima aloha, aloha kia kua, e hoo mai kai i ke ia aina.
eke akua mana loa. Mahalo no ko ho o mai ka ia mako. Na keki ame na kupuna. Mahalo no ko ho ola ana. Mana poe ame ka aina. Mahalo no ko aloha nuia mau. Ala ka ana. Ame aho nuia mako. Aloha nui loa. Aho ole a mako ya oe eke akua. Amene. Ahiki i wā ele mākule, o au nō ia. A i wā e pōhina ai, na unō oe e lave. Uahana nō o au, a na uhoi e halihali. Na unō e lave, a na uhoi e hoopā kele. From Isaiah 46, verse 4. Even to your wa elemakule and gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. Wa elemakule, old age, along the timeline of our lives, from when he called the breath of life into us until we are in our wa elemakule, he has made us and carried us. Even as he has provisioned the natural world to supply the needs of our natural lives, he has provisioned the heavenly realm to uphold our spiritual lives and the realm of reason for the benefit of our minds. The author and perfecter of our faith is the maker of our lives, and he recognizes what we need for well-being from beginning to eternity. As elders, we age, vitality diminishing, where in infancy we aged and grew into vitality and vigor. He who was with us in our infancy is with us in our wa elemakule. As we continue to trust in and love him, we need not be anxious about our remaining days or years. He is still here providing and watching over us, as he said he will, even into our wa elemakule. And aloha nui to you. Sing a little louder. 
Good morning, all those who are tuning in this morning. Uh, Range here with the Sunday morning message. Uh, my message, my topic today is called, Do You Love Me? And <clears throat> I kind of received this, I kind of, I, I received this message from my brother Zanga's share, you know, and they reposted it. So if anybody wants to listen to his share, about uh, about this, it's called Do Your Assignment. But one of the scriptures in here just really spoke to me. Yeah, so my topic this morning is, do you love me? And this is a piercing question that uh, Jesus was asking Peter. Yeah, so I'll set the scene. Yeah, this is after um, Jesus was... Jesus rose from the dead after the crucifixion. And this is, the Bible says, this is his third appearance to his disciples since he has been raised from the dead. Yeah. And um, the disciples, Peter guys, they didn't know when they was going to see Jesus again. You know what I mean? He would just pop in and pop out. Huh? So, <clears throat> you know, just like me, you know, if I don't connect with God, Every day, if I lose my connection, I have a tendency to go back to what I know best, what I know how to do, yeah? Instead of embarking on this new unknown way of life, I go back to the familiar ways, maybe in, even to the familiar misery of my ways. But uh, here we go. So... This story actually starts with a fishing lesson. Yeah. So Peter, uh, you know, with his disciples, they're hanging out and like, you know, Peter was like bored. It's like, I'm going to go fishing. So everybody else like, well, I'm going to go with you. Yeah. So they all went fishing. Yeah. And, you know, the Bible says they cast their nets all night. They fished all night. They caught nothing. Yeah. And, and so when they were coming back, you know, Jesus was on the beach waiting for them. You know, he already had his fire going. He already had the um, fish and some bread uh, waiting for them. But uh, he, he tells them, brothers, did you catch any fish? And, you know, they look at, you know, they say, oh, no, we didn't catch nothing, you know. And then he, he tells them, cast your nets on the right side of the boat. You know, if I heard that, I would be like, that's crazy. So all night I've been fishing on the wrong side. So, um, so they do that for whatever reason, because you know what? There's hope, yeah, in fishing. There's always hope. Well, we wouldn't be fishermen, right? <laughs> so they cast their nets on the right side of the boat. Yeah, and they catch so much fish that they can't pull their nets in. So uh, one of the disciples said, hey, that's Jesus on the beach. Peter gets so excited, he jumps off the boat. They were about 100 yards offshore. 
and he swims in, you know, and he leaves the other the other disciples, you know, towing the the fish in. Yeah, they caught so many fish. It uh, the Bible says 153 fish. You know, so so this is where our story picks up. So we're on they're on the beach, and this is from John 21, 15 through 17. This is after they has pow eat, yeah? <clears throat> when they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? I was like, what is he talking about? What are these that he's talking about? And of course, you know, <clears throat> Simon says, yes, Lord. He said, you know, I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Now, Peter was hurt three times, you know, but if we remember correctly, you know, it was Peter who said, I would lay down my life. Remember the, uh, the Last Supper? I lay down my life for you. And Jesus told him, hey, you know what? Before the rooster crows, you're going to deny me three times. So three times he asked Peter, do you love me? And Peter finally says, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. You know. So what really spoke to me in this was uh, Jesus' question. Do you love me more than these? And I, and I was wondering, what is he talking about? You know what? They just catch. They just caught the most fish they ever caught. You know? I remember when my brother and I, used, we used to go fishing, you know? And it wasn't only about catching fish. It was the glory of catching fish and to be seen by others with a good catch, you know, and that would take your that would take your eyes off Jesus in a second. Yeah, the glory of catching fish. <laughs> but that's what that's what Jesus asked him. Do you love me more than these? And the way he used love. He said, do you agape me? Do you unconditionally love me? Agape love is the highest love that, um, that God possesses. Yeah? We have uh, a brotherly love. We have uh, parental love. We have uh, the romantic kind of love that a husband and wife or you share with your girlfriend. You know, that kind of love. We possess this worldly kind of love. But Jesus says... Do you love me more than these? Because this kind of love will take our eyes off of Jesus in a second. Yeah? And Jesus tells us how we can work toward that kind of agape love. He says, feed my lambs. Take care of my sheep. Feed my sheep. That's how we can work toward that. You know? In Matthew uh, 10, 37 and 38, it says, Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. <laughs> Jesus knows, he knows, that if we love him the most in any relationship, he can transform our lives. He can renew our mind. He can work with us and form us into the person that he created us to be. Yeah. It's one thing. Jesus is not going to compete for our love. Yeah. No relationship is more important than our relationship with God. Yeah. I know we were raised like, oh, put your, put your kids first. Yeah. Uh, we might, you know what, we might even put our jobs first. Yeah. But um, 
this unconditional, this agape love that Jesus is talking about will take us through the hardships. You know that we are the bride of Christ. The church is the bride of Christ. You know, and, and whenever you hear people getting married, you you know, you know, some, you know, in some ceremonies, they say for richer or for poorer, in sickness and in health, yeah, for better or worse. You know, these are the unconditional times that we'll be facing as the bride, yeah, in our marriages here on earth. So that's the same kind of uh, love that I need to God because during my suffering, you know, I might turn away from God, yeah? You know, I, I always did, there's this joke, you know, there's the three rings in a marriage, yeah? The, the engagement ring, the wedding ring, and the suffering. <laughs> you know what? It's the suffering that keeps, that makes our bond stronger. So uh, through the suffering, our faith and our trust grow stronger in God. Amen. Amen. So I'm just going to cover, uh, let's see, I have four, uh, I have a few topics for us to, dis uh, to uh, go through. First one is God's love. Yeah. From John 3.16, this is our cornerstone scripture. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. You know, Jesus said, uh, there's no greater love than this, than he that would lay down his life for his friend, you know. But God <clears throat> gave his most valuable possession, you know, just like how God asked Abraham to give up Isaac. Yeah, God willingly gave Jesus for the world. Yeah, gave Jesus for the world. You know what? Because he loved us and we, and thought that, you know what? And still thinks that we are worth it. Yeah, and he knew, he knew we would sin and sin again. He did this while we were still sinners incomprehensible love that's the love of god that's his agape love yeah i i like this from this is one of my favorite psalms you know and we we have um the first five verses of the psalm talks about the benefits of god you know like he forgives all our inequities he heals all our diseases he redeems our life from the pit and crowns us with love and compassion he satisfies our desires with good things that our youth is renewed like the evil, like um, like the eagles. Yeah. So I'm going to pick up this psalm from verse 8 to 13. Yeah. Psalm 103, 8 to 13. And this describes how God is. Yeah. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our inequities. See, this is, this is describing the grace and mercy and love of our God, yeah? He does not, he gets angry, but he doesn't harbor his anger forever. He does not stay angry at us because he loves us, yeah? And he, and he does not treat us as our sins deserve. Yeah, he gives us grace instead. And the things that we should suffer, you know what? He holds back. Yeah, he does not repay us according to our inequities. And <clears throat> here we go. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. So uh, this describes this uh, as high as the heavens above the earth. And as far as the east is from the west. Now this is the 
biggest cross I can imagine. The atonement on the cross that gave us freedom from our sins, freedom from ourselves if we choose to, to do so. Yeah? This is the in, immeasurable love and power of the cross of Jesus Christ. Yeah? Which brought us into oneness with God. So our second topic is our love for God. This is, you know, Jesus has a great, uh, <clears throat> this is his command, yeah? And he made it simple for us. And this is another cornerstone scripture for us from Matthew 22, 37 to 40. And they asked Jesus, what is the greatest commandment then? You know, and Jesus says, of course, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So if we just do two, we'll be doing everything that God wants us to do. Yeah. So God, uh, Jesus set a goal for us. Yeah. And it's only through Jesus that we can attain this kind of love that he's asking us to do. I mean, he's asking us to give. So my question is, do we love like God loves us? The only thing uh, uh, we can do is just press on. Press on and keep uh, keep loving our neighbors as ourselves. Yeah? The, second, uh, the second scripture I got for our love for God is to keep him first. Remember, um, remember, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, the church in Ephesus, when he said, uh, when Jesus gave them a rebuke, they were doing good, you know? They were doing all their good deeds, but Jesus gave them a rebuke. Uh, yet I hold this against you, that you're forsaken the love you had at first, the love for him that we had. So these things, uh, <clears throat> these things, the life that God gave us, you know, we can't let these, uh, the things that God gave us pull us away from God. Yeah. So Matthew 6.33 says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Yeah. Seek, always seek God. Yeah. Because, the world and the things of the world, yeah? If I love the world and the things of the world, yeah? Love for the Father is not in me. That's what the Bible says. So I can't let the world and the things of the world, the things that God has given me, take, me, take my eyes off God, yeah? Once again, don't let the life that you have received from God Take your eyes off of God. Take you away from God. Yeah? Don't get busy with your life so much that you don't remember who God is in your life. Yeah? I got another one. Number three, working to get there. You know? And uh, it's, a, it's a story. Uh, <clears throat> one of the parables that Jesus was uh, telling the the. The Pharisees, because one of them invited Jesus into his house. Yeah. And um, the, this, uh, this woman came in. And this is the woman that was washing Jesus' feet with her tears and with her hair. And she anointed his feet, gave him a nice foot massage with, with perfume. Yeah. And, and, the, and the Pharisees are like, what, if you knew what kind of woman she is, you wouldn't let her do that to you. And Jesus, uh, Jesus told him this story. Yeah, Two people owed money to a certain money lender. One owed him 500 denarii, the other 50. Neither of them had the money to pay him back. So he forgave the debts of both. Now, which of them will love him more. 
and one of the Pharisees' names was Simon. And Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt forgiven. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman from the time I entered has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven as her great love has shown. But whoever, whoever has been forgiven little loves little. Ooh, this is a time for self-examination. This is how I love. <clears throat> have I forgotten how much I've been forgiven? Last time I was here, I, sh I shared uh, a scripture from Lamentations. Yeah, let us examine our ways and test them and let us return to the Lord. Yeah. I hope you, um, I'm in recovery. And one of the things that I uh, am reminded on, because I, I keep in contact with my recovery fellowship, yeah, that I know how much God has delivered me, how much he saved me, how much I've been forgiven. I've, I've never lost that, you know? And that's my message I, I share with those coming into recovery, yeah? So to keep us, to, to, um, to teach me how to love more, yeah? I gotta remember, remember how much you have been forgiven, how much you have been healed, how much you have been delivered from, yeah? Has he saved you from any uh, impossible odds or situation? Has he done a miracle in your life? All these are miracles, you know? So my vertical relationship, this is like talking about the cross. I need to remember that he did, that Jesus died on the cross for me. This is how much he loved me. I've been forgiven for so much. My second scripture from this uh, topic is uh, Matthew 23 to 24. Therefore, if you're offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First, go and be reconciled to them. Then come and offer your gift. You know, love is giving, yeah? But we somehow know how to give without love. But you know what? We cannot love without giving. And God loves that cheerful giver. You know? So the thing is, <clears throat> I gotta beware of that unwilling that unwilling spirit to go and reconcile. Because remember, I need to love my neighbor as myself. Yeah? Loving my neighbor will show how much I love God. So I cannot be giving God my gift, showing him how great uh how great my love is for him when I still have uh, <clears throat> a problem with you. You know what I mean? If I have a problem with you, there's a separation between God and I. And, and you know what? It's, it's my problem. Yeah? If you have a problem with me, you have a separation with God and you. And the only way that we can change is to be reconciled with each other. Reconciling with you is reconciling with God. Loving you is loving God. Yeah? From John 4, 4, 1 John 4, 19 to 21. We love because he loved us first. It's the only reason why. And we're so fortunate. We're so, we should be so grateful that God loved us and gave us love. And gave and showed us how to love because I had this different idea of all the different types of worldly love, the brother, brother love, the 
uh, the love between uh, a father and, and uh, the son, a love between, you know, your boyfriend and girlfriend kind of love. That's the kind of, you know, love I, I'm used to. But God showed me something different. That love is action. Yeah. Patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, gentleness, self, you know, these spiritual love. Yeah. And we got to remember, you know, <clears throat> love always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always endures. Love never fails. Yeah. Through the suffering. <laughs> Amen. So, it, okay, I'll pick it up again. Uh, we love because God loved us. First loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother or sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. Hmm. And he gives us this command. He has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. Ooh. Oh my gosh. That's how we love God. By loving each other. So, the next topic I have is freely give. This comes from uh, Matthew 10, 8, yeah? He said, you know, when Jesus sent out his disciples, go and heal and cast out demons, yeah? And, and charge nothing, yeah? Freely, he says, freely you have received, freely give, yeah? So it shouldn't be painful, yeah? Reconciling with you is reconciling with God. So from Ephesians 4.32, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. You know, and you know what, Jesus, you know, he, he, <clears throat> he raised the bar on us. He told us to love our enemies. But this time around, he revealed to me that, hey, you know what? The, those, that, those that are closest to me, these are the, 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 little, the little things, you know, I let get to me. The people that I see every day, these are the guys that I need to treat with, uh, I call it EGR, extra grace required. <laughs> These are the daily things, you know, even the people in church. Yeah, because I see you more. Yeah, therefore, I got more chance of uh, loving you, but also more chance of getting into a disagreement with you. And disagreement is just that. So this is a disagreement. It's a uh, difference of opinion, different perspective on things. And I gotta accept that. And you know what? We don't all have the same brain. Yeah. And God loves you and so do I, right? So we forgive each other, being be kind and compassionate to each other. Yeah. And this happens on daily, daily. Okay, from Matthew 24, 45 to 46. Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom the master has put in charge of the servants in his household to give them their food at the proper time? It would be good for that servant whose master finds him doing so when he returns. Jesus is coming back. Yeah. And what 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 are we giving? Yeah. You know what? Bible says man cannot live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds from his mouth. The best food that I can give my brothers and sisters is his word and his love. Yeah. I need to be uh, a faithful steward of God's grace, the grace that he gave me. Yeah. The grace that he's giving me even now. Yeah. I need to give it. I need to let it flow through. Yeah. Just like his word. I let it need it to flow through. Yeah. I'm not just keeping it for myself. You know, to keep it is to diminish it. It'll it will 
it will just uh, turn to nothing in my hands. You know, so his transformative word and power and love, yeah, can turn this fisherman into a fisher of men. And God's word is the best bait. It's the biggest net. Yeah. And we'll be always fishing on the right side of the boat. Amen. So here's my inspiration for everyone. Romans 8.28 And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. You see, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived the things that God has prepared for those who love him. So we have favor in life for God. Yeah, we're confident that he who began a great work in us will carry it to completion. Yeah. And he is a God that supplies everything we need, all that we need, according to the riches in his glory in Christ Jesus, all these things. So thank you, brothers and sisters. Thank you for your time. Thank you for uh, tuning in to the word. Amen. Uh, please pray this prayer with me. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your way to the glory of your name. Amen. On the night when Jesus was betrayed, he took bread. After he had given thanks, he broke and gave it to his disciples, saying, This is my body. Do this in remembrance of me. Ebulikako. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, that we have another opportunity to come before you, Father, to ask for forgiveness, to ask you to come in and cleanse us, Lord, so that our hearts would be right with you, Father, that you would forgive us of all our iniquities and our sins. And we cry out to you, Abba Father, wash us white as snow by your precious blood. So, Father, as we partake of this bread, we represent your body, the bread of life, we ask, Father, that you would bless it and that we would make a new commitment to you today to love you more like the messenger Sarah today, to live the life in the living water that flows. We just praise you for who you are, Lord, and we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. You may partake. Then he took this cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. For the forgiveness of their sins, let us pray. Father, as we partake of this cup, let us never forget how powerful and this blood is, Lord, that you poured out for many. Thank you for forgiving us. Thank you for setting us free. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy and grace. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. You may partake. Start before the beginning of time
No point of reference He spoke to the dark And fleshed out the wonders of life And as you speak A hundred billion galaxies are born In the vapor of your breath The planets form the stars are made to worship, so will I. I can see your heart and everything you've made. Every burning star, signal fire of grace. If creation sings your praises, so will I. promise. Sing God of your promise. You don't speak in vain, no syllable empty or void. For once you have spoken, all nature and science follow the sound of your voice. And as you speak, your breath, evolving in pursuit of what you said. If it all reveals your nature, so will I. I can see your heart in everything you say. Every painted sky, a canvas of your grace. Still obeys you, so will I. So will I. As if the stars were made to worship, so will I. If the mountains bow in reverence, so will I. If the oceans roar, your so will I For if everything exists To lift you high So will I If the wind goes where you send it So will I If the rocks cry out in silence So will I If the sum of all our praises Still fall shy Chased down my heart through all of my failure and pride. On a hill you created, the light of the world abandoned in darkness to die. And as you speak, a hundred billion failures disappear Where you lost your life so I could find it here If you left the grave behind you so will I I can see your heart and everything you've done and every part designed in a work of art You gladly chose surrender, so will I. I can see your heart in a billion different ways. And every precious one, a child you died to save. If you gave your life to love them, so will I. 
You're the one who 